Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. This is Pod 101. I feel it should have a separate <laughs> sort of <laughs> intro intro thing, which, um, uh, so I, I'll introduce who's here. I'm Liam and then we've got Simon. Hello, Simon. Hi. And Fraser. Hello, Fraser. Hello. Hello. Um, right, okay. So um, what happened was in around February time, um, Fraser pointed out that we would be up to around 100 podcasts around sort of September time. Um, and we've been looking forward to it. And then obviously lockdown happened and we, we had all these plans about when it reaches it, we'll we'll film it and we'll do it almost like a TV programme and we'll do that and we'll put that programme out. Um, obviously, because of lockdown stuff, that, that wasn't possible. Uh, so we'll do that another time when we're allowed to. But what it actually meant was we recorded the 100th pod and afterwards Simon messaged the group and said, was that number 100 that we've been <laughs> counting down to? And it was. So we, we bodged on a beginning and then uh, this is pod 101 and, and Simon jumped in with another great suggestion of um, we'll put in, like you do to room 101, we'll put in things that we don't like about football. And it won't make the blindest bit of difference, but it'll be a bit of fun. Uh, so here we go. Uh, who wants to kick off? Uh, Simon, it was your idea, so what have you got? Okay, I've got a list, but I'll, I'll, we'll do one <laughs> like I'm sure we all have, because there's lots of things yeah. about football that we, we don't enjoy. Something Simon, like... if you steal mine, I'm going to riot. <laughs> okay, well, I'll do one. Um, and let, let's before go we, there. Go on, go before on, we unveil any proper ones, we're assuming... Racism's already in there. We're, we'll assume that yeah. you know all of, all of that stuff is already yeah. a given. Yeah. That stuff is gone. Um, and also, yeah, also so. can I just can I just say before you start, Simon? Right, we're just blowing off a bit of steam. Okay, <laughs> if you do any of these things as a person, you're not a bad person. We're all different. We, don't take this personally. But let's go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Go for it. So this is kind of connected to VAR, but. It's not actually getting rid of, it's not the VAR that I have an issue with. It's it's pundits who for years and years complained about the tiny mistakes that referees make. Honest, refs make honest mistakes, they get things wrong. And pundits would sit there for, you know, hours on end on Sky Sports and all the TV channels going, well, you see the referee there, having watched the replays back, the referee there has missed that, um, that tiny touch on his foot there, which resulted in in a penalty or didn't result in a penalty or should have been a penalty or we've lost the game because of that and everybody blaming referees for making tiny errors and mistakes and now those same pundits are complaining when a referee goes and gets a VAR decision like the other night there was a Man United played Palace there was a penalty that was retaken because the uh, Man United goalie came off his line slightly and Gary Neville said, well, he was only a couple of inches off the line. Why are they giving that? And it's like, well, because you've spent the last 10 years complaining about referees missing things by a couple of inches. So you've got what you wanted, which is absolute accuracy about every single decision, i.e. Sorry, mate. Yeah, no, you, he was two inches off the off the line. Well, if it was the ball was two inches over the line, you'd be saying that should be a goal. So if the if the goalie is two inches off his line, before the penalty's taken, the laws of the game say, retake it. So you've got what you want. You know, the pundits were complaining about everything. So they brought VAR in 
to get rid of those errors. And now that's what we've got. So it's it's pundits who moaned about errors who are now moaning about them not having errors. They're the and ones so that should go into Room 101. Fairly similar to that are the ones who are moaning about VAR for the handball rule. It's nothing to do with VAR. VAR is giving the decision, but the handball rule is the stupid thing that you're annoyed with. Don't be annoyed with VAR doing exactly what it's meant to do. And and don't be annoyed at the referees who are implementing the laws of the game correctly. It's the same with, uh, why hasn't the linesman put his flag up? He was clearly offside. Well, because the laws of the game now say you don't put your flag up straight away. You allow play to develop. And if there's a goal, we can check back. If it doesn't develop into a goal scoring opportunity, then they put the flag up. People are paid huge amounts of money to comment on football, you know, ex-players, pundits, commentators, all of that lot. And they they should know that. Oh, he should have put his flag up. Well, no, he shouldn't because the laws of the game say this. And then that yeah. will result in, by the way, well, it's a stupid rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, as always. Yeah. <laughs> see, now, I, well, I absolutely agree, Simon, um, with, with that thing about pundits, but I, I'd kind of take it further, and I'd actually say that I, I do hate VAR. Now, now, I see what you're saying, that the VAR is what it is, right? And uh, it's the it it's the 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 use of it at all, but for like you say, for years these people wanted this perfection system, mm. right? And and uh, um, you know, as I will openly admit, and if you listen to this podcast even occasionally, you'll notice I'm wrong about most things. However, <laughs> I will maintain I've always been an opponent of VAR when it was first ever spoken about being brought into football for a few reasons. The first one being, and I can't believe people tried to lie to themselves about this, football is an imperfect game. It is not a perfect game. Why do we try to lie to ourselves and pretend that it is? It isn't. It's messy and it's it's in the heat of the moment and it's fast and quick and it's there's no there's often no time to even think about it and that's why we love it all this stuff about we want it to be an exact science no we don't why do people lie to themselves about this we love football because we live in the moment and it's so quick and it's it's drama and it's passion and it's theater and that's why we love it this stuff about was his elbow off and all this sort of thing what what and and like you say these people who wanted this thing for years they're the ones to blame because yeah, yeah. The, and now they've all run and hid you know as i said on this podcast before I usually agree with Gary Lineker on most things, but very seldom are any of those things football related. <laughs> right? And he was a major cheerleader for VAR for years, and as is now a big opponent. And 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 okay, to be fair, yeah, he does all he does say that he was wrong about it, but it's this idea that we want the game to be perfect. We absolutely don't. And the the second obvious reason is that it just kills the game. It just slows it down. Mm. Something yeah. rotten. Look, I watch sports like. You know, I'm a big fan of American football, where where challenges are used, and you watch. You, uh, but it it works perfectly because there's a lot of breaks in play. A play stops, then they review. Mm. So it's fi- fine, 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 because there's a break there. It works in cricket, it works in tennis, it works in certain parts of rugby. It doesn't work in football. Give it up. Absolutely. The only thing, the the only thing technology should be used for is goal line technology is the ball over the line or not because that is immediate they can i agree within a couple of seconds a little buzz on the referee's um watch or on wrist thingy and 
he can and go, James yes. Henry has scored from a corner. Yes, exactly. It, it, <laughs> work, it works because it's a matter of fact. Did the ball go over the line? Yes, no. There's no interpretation. There's no subjectivity in it. It, it is no. a matter of fact and can be easily set up. Doesn't involve any breaks in the play because you just allow play to go on and, until a few, literally a few seconds, two or three seconds later, oh, buzz, whistle, goal. And yeah. it's simple. And, and that's the only thing where technology should have been brought in for. Shouldn't have been brought in for anything else as far as I'm concerned. And I think that Fraser, like sticking with your original point, Fraser is allowed to um, not like VAR because he never wanted it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. I, th- I think that's fine. I think it's also fine. Uh, I'm going to sort of stay middle of the road with this and say I think it's also fine for Gary Lineker to go, I made a mistake. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, no, I, 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 big time. Yeah, yeah. I, I salute him for that. Yeah, because a lot of them are just are, are claiming that. Oh, I never liked it either. Well, hang on. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a, a a thing that happens a lot when a signing comes in. It was like, well, I was never that excited about him, and it's like, well, you said you'd get a tattoo of him if you. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a general thing that you know people do. Fickle, fickle football fans. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, okay. Good way to kick us off, VAR. <laughs> Ten minutes. <laughs> um, uh, right, okay. Um, Fraser, if you do one, and then we've had some tweets, so I'll read some of those okay. out afterwards. Um, this is quite a controversial one, and this may, this may divide the three of us. Are you going to be slagging off James Henry again? Uh, <laughs> not quite, not quite. Cool. Um, but why didn't he shoot? No. Um, but... Um, he was passing uh, to Matty Taylor, and he, the other oh, day you were fine with that. <laughs> yeah, that was banging. That was blinding. Yeah. Um, right, this could be controversial, but here we go. Uh, fantasy football. I absolutely detest it. Right now, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's 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 kind of two things, right? It's it's probably forty percent the actual act of it, the actual thing that it is, the game, and it's sixty percent people telling me about it. I don't care, right? Why are you telling me about a team that you invented? I don't, I'm not interested in hearing you... Oh, and, and, and I sit at games at the Kassam every Saturday, well, when, when that was the thing, <laughs> right? And half-time, oh, people who get their phones out and I can just constantly hear, he's my captain, he was my captain last week, he's my right-back. I had him right-back, who's your left-back? Oh, oh, God, <laughs> shut up! What is all this? And then I tried it once, right? And I know it's different now. I know it's all it's all on apps and it's very quick. But I, when I did it, it was like one in the paper, and it was like homework. So like, what is this now? Oh God, I can't be asked with this. It's like, and it's, yeah, it's just people constantly telling me about it. I'm not interested. I don't care about your fantasy team, right? And I'm sorry if I've got friends who listen to this who are big in that, but I'm not that sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have many friends take part in it. I've I've done it like two or three seasons, um, but I I do it until about I don't know it, this sort of time of year. So what's that? Usually six seven weeks into a season, and then yeah. I'm bored. And the the team yeah. that is on the computer at that stage is my team until the end of the season. And I'm normally like a mid table thing, and there's people who who change it all the time and yeah. end up below me. Yeah, it's, 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 I think it's. I think it's just the idea of you want me to imagine something that you imagined. I, just, I mean, this is getting far now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care. 
Uh, fair enough. Simon, have you ever uh, partaken in, in fantasy football? I have. And like Fraser, I, I mean, I, as, as our regular listeners will know, I'm, I'm more of the, uh, the mature demographic, shall we say. And I remember, yeah, it, it used to be that you'd, you'd have to buy a newspaper, fill in a form in the newspaper, put it in an envelope and put it in the post. And it because it was kind of it almost predated the 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 widespread use of the internet and it, it was you know it wasn't yeah you couldn't just go on and change it you almost had to sort of you you'd pick a side at the right at the start of the season you couldn't hardly change it, it would, perhaps there'd be one one point in the season you could change a couple of players other than that you had to stick with what you'd chosen and then you'd, you'd look in the newspaper for the on the monday to see who'd scored what points but i don't think i've i don't think i've done it in in probably 15 years 20 years maybe can you 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 talking about that process can you imagine if this pandemic happened 20 years ago right and like people are moaning now about watching the football on the on the iFollow app imagine you have to do it all through cfax yeah (laughs) just wait oh no we're on page 15 it'll come back in a minute and this podcast it just be us three sort of going around to people's houses and talking about football in front of them (laughs) yeah from two meters away yeah yeah Yeah. um (laughs) right okay um i've got to quickly say something before i forget to say it um you talking about other people's teams uh fraser it's we've said it several times people Asking who you support, when you say who you support, they go, oh, 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 fair enough, fair enough. They're obviously a local team. Who's your premiership team or something like that? Drives me mental. But even even more than that, naming no names, but someone relatively close to me um, supports a now championship side. <laughs> Uh, and has been banging on for the last season about the fact they're about to improve their Wi-Fi, which means whilst they're watching their game, they'll be able to watch whatever's on Sky at the same time. Oh! Uh, Like, that blows my mind. Right, imagine having two teams, for one thing. Straight away, (laughs) Imagine thinking Oxford have lost. I'm a bit upset, but I'll see how whoever get on later on. I couldn't do it. No, no. Right, imagine if we're a podcast that spouted on about two teams that supposedly hate each other. They said, <laughs> they said, if I slag them off, I'm getting a tenner. So there we go. There we go. There it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do actually love their podcast, but, you know, a tenner's a tenner, and I'm an actor. Yeah, what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, second teams, I, I just don't get it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and and just like the excuses that people give for so sorry why do you support Man U? Oh, my granddad lived in Manchester. Cool. I don't know. Yeah. Like Fraser, your dad's Scottish, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's a and he's only an Oxford fan. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Obviously not a glory supporter though. So. No. Well, his two teams in life are Oxford and Scotland. So what sort of <laughs> you know? I mean, <laughs> he loves Chris Maguire. Surely. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, um, what's his name? Is it Matt Elliott? He's a big fan of him. Um, right. Anyone who's played for both. Yeah. Um, Jamie Mackey. Jamie Mackey. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. Two teams. I mean, it's it's weird, isn't it? I I mean, it's stressful enough supporting one. I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can really. But I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of the way football's going, isn't it? And do you know what's quite alarming? I find is that 
all this stuff at the moment about the the potential Premier League bailouts or all that, if you go on the tweets that say this sort of thing, the replies are just loaded with Liverpool or Man United or Man City fans just saying things like, well, why should we? We don't owe them anything, all this sort of thing. And it's like, really? Are you, gonna, are you taking that approach, really? Are you going to just cut us off like that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. like top goal scorer in the Premiership last season was someone who spent most of his career in the lower leagues of English football. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? I mean, you see, you keep seeing these examples. Well, if um, if Skoda were going out of business, BMW wouldn't rescue them. It's like, well, firstly, that kind of thing actually does happen quite a lot. I think it happened in our city actually with Mini and Rover. And, <laughs> um, but but second, you know, it's 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 not the same thing. But they're not they're competitors. You know, we we we're lower down the football pyramid, not by a long way, but we we are lower down it. And isn't it supposed to be about the pyramid system, the National League system, a football pit, a family, you know, maybe not. <laughs> no, and if they've got no one else to play, they can't play. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, like, that's how it'll work. It, they won't suddenly like, oh, okay, so there are only five teams left. In that case, we'll see how these five teams battle it out. Most yeah. people will just fall out of love with football and it'll dissipate as a game. Yeah. Um, and they'd lose this fantastic podcast. So. Well, there you go. Uh, right, we'd find, so we'd find something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> Evidently. Right, okay. Um so Rufy Roo has sent in two different things. Um to start, players walking away from the referee when he calls them back and the ref just allowing it. Couldn't couldn't agree more. Um yeah. and then you see it all the time with the like he came in in like ninety-eight. <laughs> I seem to remember it being like if any player argues with a referee, they're getting booked. If anyone swears at a referee, they're getting booked or sent off. You see it all the time, and you can hear it at the moment because there aren't any fouls. The ref does nothing, and then and then a, a regular conversation I have with with Paul because he gets quite um, involved at the football is he'll get annoyed because of something that's happening and it'll keep happening and he'll go, they've done it again. It's like, well, why would they stop? They're not going to stop because the ref's not doing anything about it. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's a, a general thing that gets me. So, Rufy, we're absolutely on your side there. Um, yeah. Players who have been fouled and uh, had received treatment then having to leave the pitch before coming back on. Um, thought they stopped this a couple of seasons ago, but they seem to be at it again. I think it's they don't have to do it if they get if there's a booking. That's right, yes. Yeah, you can stay on the pitch. Yeah, I, I think that rule came in to stop time-wasting. Yeah. I don't understand. The only way that'll work is if they go right, get off straight away, but the, and we'll play on. There was a I, we've talked about this, or certainly I've talked about this in the past on a podcast about players getting treatment, having to go off, and then being you know, and then having to come back on. And back in the days of Graham Wesley's Stevenage, when they mm. had their little drinks break midway through a half, and we played them at our place. One of their players did exactly that, where he's getting treatment from the physio. All their players come off to the tideline, get a drink and a bit of a tactical talk. Mm-hmm. So they, their player has to go off. And I remember the referee clearly realised what was going on and it was them taking the, the proverbial. And he made their player wait a good... It must have been 30 seconds at least, which doesn't sound like a lot of time, but when it's normally, right, you know, play starts, on you come. And Stevenage's bench were going absolutely potty, and it was the funniest thing. 
He then gave us a penalty for nothing, didn't he? I can't remember. He might well have done. But you, you just, I, I, I even think that the ball went out for a throw, and he still wouldn't let the guy back on. He was like, no, no, you can wait. You were, you were clearly injured. You wait there, and they yeah, and absolutely then spare. They didn't do it in the second half. I seem to remember no, it was the first half that season. They hadn't done it, right. and I think. The Oxford fans may have helped because we, around the sort of 19, 20 yes. minutes mark, Drinks all started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we lost the game, but I was really pleased with that slight moral victory. Yeah. <laughs> we, we might have lost the battle, we won the war. Yeah. Um, Tim Walker, hello, Tim. Hi, Tim. Um, Hi, has Tim. said uh, he wants to see throw ins gone. <laughs> no explanation whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, he initially said goals, but then said, no, nah, let's get rid of uh, throw-ins. Um, Premier League, uh, Sandy Boys has said, Premier League managers moaning, especially about fixture congestion. Um, yeah. And especially during a global pandemic. Yeah, I mean, Mourinho's been been huge with this and, and managers um, a lot last season going, oh, well, you know, look how tired our, mm. our team are. I think, I think, Steve Bruce said it around the time we were playing them and we had just had a um, February with nine games in it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I would say that's fair to be annoyed about. Um, Time-wasting going unpunished. Um, we'll discuss VAR and fantasy football. <laughs> wow, Sandy Boys Yay! has absolutely nailed it. <laughs> um, Who said that? Uh, Sandy Boys. Hey. And also mentioned betting, which I believe you yeah. will talk about shortly. That's Fraser. my second one. Who is this person? <laughs> is it you? Have you got an alias? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've rumbled me. <laughs> uh, well, the, the other tweet I can see at the moment is defenders guarding the ball to let it run out of play and throwing themselves on the floor as soon as strikers' shirts grazes their backs. Um, I, that annoys me so much. When two players are competing for the ball. The defender is just running at the striker or shepherding the ball out or whatever, and the striker's trying to get it and the free kick goes against the striker. One of those players is trying to get the football and the other one is not. How is it a foul towards the the, the player that is trying not to get the ball? Yeah. It should be obstruction. I always thought obstruction, you have to be... If you're shielding the ball, you have to be within playing distance of the ball. Unless, yeah, it, unless the laws have changed, then maybe they haven't. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I might be, you know, going on a, on a very old uh, understanding of the law. But I thought you had to be sort of within touching distance of the ball to shield it. Yeah, Otherwise, uh, it, that that sort of annoys me in general. Mm. So I completely agree with that one, Russell, who, who sent that one in. Um, I don't like. I don't like the new phrase of he's won a foul. Mm. No, he's been fouled. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't won a foul. It just promotes so many bad things. Um, or like... Oh, right, okay. Actually, let's go to Fraser and betting because I'm going to go <laughs> off on a rant otherwise. Fraser, talk about betting. Oh, God. It's just... Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Again, it's quite similar to fantasy football for me in that a, a large part of it is people telling me about their bets. I don't care, right? I don't care who had more corners in what other game. Who, who, who got first corner? Who, who got possession first 10, 20 minutes? What is this? Shut up. Why do you keep talking about, oh, and, and, and you know, these odds they go on about? And you know what? Everyone who bets seems to be... Right, guys, tell me this. Have you ever seen a bookmaker go out of business? <laughs> no. Right. no. So someone is losing somewhere. 
right? You never think it. The amount of times someone tells you, oh, you know, guess what? When I had down a bookies last week on bloody some, I don't know, Hungarian second division game or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who you got? Who you got fourth corner in the second half? Oh, my God. Shut up. What are you telling me? What is this information? Anyway, there we go. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, like, I like it. I like it as a subject. Yeah, you... You only ever see um, losers talk about losing when they're slagging off a football team going, I needed you to score. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. My, my yeah. first bet on football was when Oxford United got into the semi-finals of the Milk Cup back in 86. And they were 7-1 to one to win it. Um, I worked with a bloke whose wife worked in a bookies. I said, can you ask it? Book- I'd never been to bookmakers in my life before. I said, can you ask- here's a fiver. We're, apparently we're seven to one. Can you put me a fiver on us to win the the league cup? We won it, so thirty five quid, which was a lot back then. Um, I knew it. Was gonna, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. It's a lot now. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and you could have imagined that might have set me off on a life of betting. I've, got, I've probably had about two bets since then. <laughs> yeah, because we've never got enough. into the semi finals of the league cup again. So that's probably I'll, I'll probably back us the next time we get into the semi finals of the league cup. That'll be my next bet. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, a few other texts we've got. Uh, sorry, tweets. One is just a picture of Gary Lineker, who we've discussed. Um, he's sort of a, a bit of a marvel, though, because I, I'm i fairly similar with you, Fraser, where I a- agree with some of the stuff he says, but rarely about football. Yeah. But it's incredible how he is such a liked person in this country. I know he's he's a bit Marmite, but he so many people love him, and he is someone who has been filmed pooing himself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's right, a turnaround, right. isn't he, it? He that's bounce-back ability. He, he didn't get banned for that, did he? I see somebody recently was banned for six games throwing a wee on the pitch. So, yeah. you know. And yeah. Eric Dyer just ran off the pitch like a pansy. <laughs> we know what we know what Lineker would have done. Right, anyway. Um, I'd like to get rid of those rank hot dogs you get at every ground in the country. That's Will. But that also tallies up with Henry Lane, mm. who has said that uh, food served at English football grounds should be replaced with some nice edible street food. For example, pizza. Mm-hmm. I like a pizza. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, it wouldn't be nice edible pizza, would it? It would be, no. <laughs> no, be like <laughs> fresh as fair. To be yeah. fair, the, the, the food at the Kassam, when we used to be there many years ago, um, the pies were pretty good, to be fair. Yeah, um, and, that and company the, and the sausage rolls. I, I did like yeah, the sausage roll. They were that company that that start, that were doing it recently. That was good stuff. Mm. That. But I, yeah, I think people had the mistake of still thinking it was all the the stadium company doing the food, mm. but it's not. It's like a local little business, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Fars. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. good. But in general, food at football grounds is pretty rubbish. Yeah, um, I sort of miss like the the crap burgers you get that are so crap they're brilliant yeah um, that's yeah. that's what i've had a craving for this last few days my body's going but it's the beginning of the season yeah. what's happening <laughs> um i'd banish saturday lunchtime kickoffs in the premier league it's always a coupon buster it can cause you to forget to alter your fantasy team oh, wow God. here we go and most importantly it might deter a casual fan from heading off to a local 3 p.m kickoff um stick them all on prime time if not three. Um, so, I mean, there's stuff that I think you'll agree with, guys. There. And then there's the fantasy football thing that, you know, 
I think Fraser made it obvious when he made that, but that was Phil Gilman. I, I saw. Oh, of agree he's a lovely man. His, his Twitter handle is Bookie Monster, so there might be something yeah. there to do with uh, with betting. Yeah, yeah, he's switched off already. To be fair, sorry, Phil. Um, Phil, if you've come this far, and I wouldn't blame you for turning off from my rant, uh, you're a lovely man, and I love when I bump into you at away day or something. Good guy. The the problem I have with the twelve o'clock kickoff is. I'm a football fan, and if there's football on, I'll give it a watch a lot of the time. But, like, last Saturday, my main focus is three o'clock. I want to watch Oxford. Um, I ended up watching a 12.30 kickoff, then the three o'clock kickoff, the one I wanted to watch, then a 5.30 kickoff, then an eight o'clock kickoff, and then match of the day. And, you know, by the eight o'clock kickoff, I was like, I'm a bit sick of this, but I've planned it now, so I'm going to do it. And I just, I, I don't know, I just left myself in a pit and, and turn it off. I know, I've only got myself to blame, but I sort of mm. agree that it's it's sort of a bit too spread out now. And every so often now you've got, on, on Sky, you've got Sky Football and Sky Sports main event. And sometimes it will even just do the first half on main event and then a different game will come in for the whole match I, I was watching a championship game they showed the first half and then I was waiting for the second half and they went over to a Man U game I was like what's, what's happening mm. uh, right okay what's next on your list Simon what, have you had one yet Liam have you I know we've kind of responded to some of the tweets yeah. but have you you know one, um, one that you came prepared with well I, the second team thing is my is I think it's other people's reaction to me being an Oxford fan is what annoys me. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot of being patronising and um, and it's really nice when you meet a, a you meet a fan and you go oh, who do you support and they go Rochdale you're like oh, brilliant brilliant I'm an Oxford fan and you can have a great chat yeah as long as it's not at an Oxford versus Rochdale game you yeah. can have a really good chat about like like especially when you look at Teams like Rochdale. We were talking about the the Accrington fan base last match. Anyone in that region who supports one of the small teams, brilliant. Yeah. Because being an Oxford fan is is kind of like yeah, well, it, you know, it's difficult when when you hear other fans going, oh, the worst thing ever happened. We finished outside the top four. And then imagine if surrounding your area, you've just got successful fo- football teams. You've mm. got Man U, Man City. Um, you've got Liverpool just down the road, Everton just down the road, uh, and then you can just branch it out slightly, like back in the day, you know, Stoke or Bolton or whatever, mm. and then you're a Rochdale fan or an Accrington fan. Like, fair play to those fans. And, like, it's patronising enough when you speak to someone in Oxford and you say you're an Oxford fan, and they're like, oh, really? How are they doing now? Are they still in the conference? Like, shut up. Yeah. And it's... Uh, yeah, you're right. And it's it's also, yeah, the people from Oxford who... When you tell them you're an Oxford fan, they just, they think it's amazing. They think they've met an alien. They can't believe it. They're like, wow, what's that like then? What, what do you mean? What, are you, what, what is all this, this awe and wonder that you have about it? And by the way, I don't support Oxford for your praise or for your, for your wonder, you know, or for, you to, or for me to say, oh, feel sorry for me, I support a smaller club. You know, they, they, they talk to you, yeah, they sort of patronise you, don't they? Like, they can't believe this. Yeah, um, and actually, yeah, here's here's my my next one for Room One Hundred One. So I will go for to you again uh, in a second, side. Yeah. But the 
the day that there are international matches on like the Friday, on the Saturday, it's all League One, League Two and conference matches. Still get the same coverage from Sky Sports and Quest and stuff like that. Put the pundits on who normally deal with those games. Yeah. It's not difficult, is it? No, you have, oh, well, we'll still use the Premiership pundits who have no idea who these players are. So I remember Bino scoring in the um, in the conference and apparently James Collins scored for us. <laughs> what are you doing? This is your job. And it's reading. It's not that yeah. difficult. Yeah. Um, I've definitely read stuff wrong on this pod, so... Yeah, it's like the, the Oxford City stuff as well when we get called that. Yeah. Right, right. You, you didn't have to do much to get that right. No. <laughs> that, that kind of takes us back a little bit to pundits, and I'm not having a complete downer on pundits, but it, it's their job to know about who the manager of this club is or who who's doing well in that division or whatever it is. You know, you wouldn't get... Um, I don't know, sort of Paul Hollywood going, well, I don't really know much about... What are you, what are you putting in there? Is that yeast? Don't know. Yeah, maybe. He, he's an expert, so he knows exactly what's going on in all sorts of baking. So football pundits shouldn't just know about the Premier League. They should also know about the other leagues in this country. So, yeah, that, that's another one. Pundits. I think it's just pundits. Yeah, yeah, they are annoying. <laughs> they are annoying. Yeah. yeah, I think just the 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 running of football and the way... The way it assumes everyone wants to be a, a Man U fan or a yeah. Liverpool fan. Yeah. I don't want to be that type of fan. I am more than happy supporting Oxford. I like supporting Oxford. And to have it that we're playing against Newcastle last season. I loved playing against Newcastle last oh, season. Lame, but don't. there was so much about the big time. Oh, this is like the best night in Oxford's history. No, it's not. No. Oh. We've had loads of good nights. Mm. Uh, we've had loads of good nights in the last 10 years. We had loads of good nights even when we were still in the conference. Yeah, it's nice to be playing a different size club. One that you see, one that Alan Shearer played for. It, like, yeah. I, I really enjoyed that game. But it's not the be-all and end-all. It's not the like highlight of the, the, the world for me. No. It's not the highlight of this podcast. We've been doing this podcast for, what, four and a half years now? Yeah. Um, not this specific episode, even if it feels like that. <laughs> and um, do you know... Yeah, and I, I find that there are people I went to school with who were, like, growing up in Abingdon, I was an Oxford fan, went to school with a Newcastle fan, a Leeds fan, all of this stuff, who now every so often I see on Facebook, we're about to play you know, that lot down the A420, and it's, I hope we beat those, you know, whatever. It's like, this yeah. has nothing to do with you, pal. If yeah. you, like, you, you nailed your your colours yeah. to the mask years ago, although I, I must be like, well, maybe they've changed. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, that annoys me every so often. It's like, I was there through the conference. You can't just join in now. No, I know, I know. And I know, I, I get what you mean about... Maybe we should be bigger people than that. But but also, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm too childish for that. <laughs> uh, Simon, what else you got? What else have I got? Um, there's a couple. I'll do a, a, a quick one, um, which is um, classy. People saying, oh, that's classy. When a, when a football club or somebody famous, usually it's sort of at the top end, do something that's just sort of humane in a way. You know, they've so a, a football club might have um, sent out a tweet sort of, remembering a, uh, a historic event from one of their one of their rivals maybe you know somebody passing yeah. away and people oh that's classy that is that's classy it's like no that's just just being a human being it's you know, courteous, it's courteous. Yeah. Is, yeah, yeah don't don't put them on a pedestal for doing things that are you know the rest of us just do 
out of in in general life you know we're not they're, they're just being human beings um but uh, i think we can put a few words on there like yeah. announce announce has been overused yeah. now yeah the other one i was it, it kind of comes it, I, I must have an issue with pundits because it's it's kind of the football phone-ins where they ask people to phone in and somebody will phone in and they start they'll, they'll start a, well i saw this today i don't agree with that and then immediately it's it's usually robbie savage but they'll start talking over the top of him and then talk for about two or three minutes about how this bloke's wrong about what his opinion is and then they cut him off and start again with somebody else or go well i saw this i didn't agree with that why and then it's kind of like hang on if you've got a football phone in let the people phoning in have a little bit of a say don't just stop them immediately and then rattle on what you think you know you've, you've got a football phone in so let the people talk and Adrian, yeah. Adrian Durham on TalkSport, he just does it to wind people up. I, I, that's another. <laughs> so well, they have this really weird, like, loose women style setup mm. where no matter what you're talking about, one of them will agree, one of them will disagree, um, which we obviously don't do on this podcast. It, I think it's fairly obvious we don't know what we're talking about most of the time. Um so you've got this, like, as I said, no matter what they're talking about, they could be talking about, I think that they should... Um, punch every child that goes into a football stadium. There'll be one that goes, I think they should. It'll get them used to the atmosphere. It, like, it, <laughs> and then the other one will be like, no, it's child cruelty. Like, phone in, let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah clickbait, isn't it? It's, it's essentially yeah, yeah, clickbait yeah. for the radio. Just, yeah, Say something that winds people up, they'll phone in. Phone in with an angry voice on, and then yeah. you can argue with them on the radio. Yeah, and you you notice the people in life who love to brand other people as snowflakes are often the people who are the angriest. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I did enjoy. Um, I mean, it was nearly a couple of years ago now, but there was a massive snow around March a few years back, and it was just after the snowflake comments had started. I was like, oh, they're such snowflakes. Why are they snowflakes? Because they melt really easily. Right, okay. Well, if they come together, they absolutely screw the country. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Fraser, do you, have, uh, do you have anything else on your list? Um, yeah, just a few general ones. Kind of, you know, run-of-the-mill ones, really. Um, goal music. I hate Swiss that. Yellow has put, has put goal music. Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm hitting it now. Um, yeah. yeah, I just... I, I don't know if you've ever... Because um, this happened to me once. Have you ever been near uh, a football ground when a goal scored, and you're kind of a little bit away from it, like a hundred yards or something, and you and you hear the noise of a goal going in? Yeah. It's like one of the. Be- I mean, it's great yeah. to be in amongst it as well, but there's something about hearing it from a little bit of a distance. It's a wonderful noise, and um, to drown it over, drown it out with some song. What are you doing? Why would you possibly want to do that? Um, yeah, so well, I don't I've understand that. Often talked about the um fifteen sixteen promotion game, that last game of the season, when my um my granddad, my nan and my mum were all sat in my granddad's garden in Kennington and they weren't listening to the radio at all. But when we came back and we went, it was three nil, they said, We know. We heard it. Mm. It was just like <laughs> that. That is brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Um, um... Yeah, so it. that's that's yeah no that was I was just going to say that and 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 you and just a, a minor one people who kind of people kind of judge you for maybe over celebrating a goal because I do it a lot it look a goal's gone in I'm going to go mental okay it, it's licensed to <laughs> uh, 
Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it from me. Uh, Mark Amos has put Carol Vorderman, the songs Love Shack and Come on Eileen. <laughs> yeah, right. I phrased it that way on purpose. Well, the intonation <laughs> was that way on purpose. Right, okay, so um, someone's put that lot down the A420, that's Michael C. Um, mm. And uh, I think that's probably all of our tweets. Um, one more on there. Oh, no, there's one more. There's one more from The Walker, I believe. Not not, <laughs> not Tim, <laughs> as in Fantastic Mr. Rocks. Um, I have a lot to say on this subject. Well, you know, good. <laughs> Is that all of the whole tweet? Yeah. He's, oh. he said he's only just seen it. Yeah. Oh, um, right, okay. Uh, right, um, okay. So, that's a shame. He's going to probably gonna say loads of good ones now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, probably. Um, right, okay. Uh, Trevor Kettle's got to go in there. Yeah. Right, so plenty of, of stuff to go into Pod 101. I'm sure there's there's so much more. Um, I think people who get annoyed if you shout something, that that yeah. annoys me. I mean, that's I sit in this house stand-upper, so it, ha- it happens quite a lot. Um, yeah, I find that incredibly annoying. I'll shout something about... In fact, that game we were talking about earlier, when the Stevenage player sat on the floor, I started shouting something and the guy next to me told me to calm down and I was like no they do this every game and he was like I know yeah well join in then what are you doing having a go at me yeah Uh, this was this was just a really minor one everyone thinks this uh yeah people who leave early what are you doing oh what are you doing (laughs) yeah I don't know Um, especially when it's like one one (laughs) people who moan about the car park yeah. When we have, it's it's not even one of. It is the biggest free car park at a football stadium in yeah. the football league. Oh, but it's difficult to get in and out of. Has anyone has anyone been to a ground that's easy to get out of, other I than Milton Keynes? I I don't know what I don't know who these people are. Where where, where right? Where do you need to be? Right, just just make accommodations for it, okay? <laughs> yeah, um, and like. Oh, people who were going to the cinema and then moaned because they couldn't find a space. <laughs> what? Well, um, that's just poor planning. Uh, right, we've obviously said a lot of um, sort of negative things about football. Um, we will be back uh, later on this week to do a sort of proper one where we talk about the Accrington Stanley game. We review. Yeah, we review that and we preview... Why do I get confused between those? We review the Accrington game and we preview the crew game. Um, Now, we've talked about a lot of negatives during this, um, but a Twitter thread sort of captured our imagination um, earlier this... Was it this week, last week? It was. Whenever it was. Um, Yeah, earlier this week. Weekend, Um, I think. Might have been the weekend. So we're going to finish off. um, I'm going to close this off and then there'll be... Um, a Twitter thread read out by Simon, um, but it was tweeted by Fantastic Mr. Ox, who's obviously done his uh, Thames walk recently. If you don't know about that, check out his Twitter. Please do click and donate. It's a really good cause. Um, okay, so over to you, Simon. Thanks very much for listening, everyone, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Right. This is, this is what I miss about Saturday and Oxford United match days. I miss Cy Hath's boiled sweets being passed around. I miss Linny's constant chatter. I miss Mark Tyler's rants when we concede a stupid goal. I miss Rolls' stories of what he, what he got up to the night before. 
I miss the smell of a new program. I miss having my ears blown out by the music being too loud in the Blackbird. I miss the taste of the first pint in the pub amongst friends. I miss chatting about death metal with uh, OUFC Golden Boy. I miss the murmur that builds up in the crowd when Oxford are on the attack. I miss gossiping with Ali Wolf. miss post-match drinking with Dave Clark, even if he only ever wants to go to the bear. I miss Adrian Olive being a constant irritant. I miss that matchday smell of dodgy burgers and Bovril. I miss Baz planning for the away game in six months' time that he's allowed to go to. I miss trying to find the away day pub that everyone's in. I miss the utter joy of hugging everyone near you when Oxford score. I miss talking to Kieran about something in the past and realising he's no idea what I'm talking about because he was born in 1991. I miss the bloke in the South Stand Upper having a fit, shouting at the referee about three quarters of the way into the game. I miss all this and more. Hope we get back soon.